The following program is produced by Rosado Marketing. The views and opinions of the host and guests are not necessarily those of this station. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio has helped thousands of listeners make the right decisions when buying homes or refinancing. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla, and I am pleased to be with you today on a very nice day in Nevada talking about real estate and real estate for investors. We help people every day accomplish their goals of making the right decision, and we help people do that by connecting them with the right people that will help them accomplish their goals. Sometimes it's an appraiser, a lender, a title and escrow person, a realtor, a hard money lender, painter, all sorts of areas that you need to think about when you're buying or selling real estate. We have two experts in the studio with us today. We have, first of all, Michelle Holbert is with us, and she is a mortgage loan originator at Caliber Home Mortgage. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Hope you're doing well today. I am, Peter. Thanks. It's good to see you. It is good to see you, too. Last time we had chatted, you and I, I think you were just about getting back or had gotten back from uh, Seattle. You were doing some training there and getting your licensing wrapped up. Is that pretty well behind you for you for the rest of the year? Oh, yeah. We have to put in a certain number of hours each year for continuing education and licensing. So get, uh-huh. it, get it all done at once. Yeah, that's the best way. And a nice place to go to do that is in Seattle. Uh, let our listeners know just what the licensing process is and you know what it takes to be a lender now from the licensing standpoint, what you just went through. Every licensed mortgage loan originator in the state of Nevada that works for a non-bank is required to have a certain licensing structure, and it requires 10 hours of continuing education each year, but the initial piece requires 30 hours of class time and education in order to get your license. We definitely have to put some time in to do what we do. And then, of course, I I have done this a long time, so I've got years and years of on-the-job training as well. Yes, I remember when it used to be that people could be mortgage lenders without even being licensed. It wasn't really that long ago, but with everything that happened during the mortgage meltdown, the economy going into the tank and then finally getting out of the tank, a lot of new regulations have taken place in your industry, I know. Yeah, that's true. Some some are for the better, absolutely, and, yeah. I, and I do think that we should be licensed and have education requirements. And that way, the consumer has a lot higher level of protection knowing that there's somebody who's gone through the training and the licensing to know what type of loan is right for them, and also to make sure that they're complying with the laws. It's about compliance, right? Absolutely. (laughs) It's an additional checks and balance. Mm -hmm. Later in the show, I hope you'll have some information for us about maybe some updates on some loan products. Sure thing. Also with us today is Charlene Hamilton. Charlene is a realtor at Keller Williams Realty Group 1 in northern Nevada. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Peter. It's good to be here. I've wanted to chat with you for a while, but, you know, our schedules are so busy. You do a lot of traveling yourself, don't you? I do. I just got back from three weeks in Europe. Very nice. Was it a business trip by chance? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why doesn't anybody take business trips to Europe anymore? I wonder. It's just too much fun, I guess. How long have you been in northern Nevada and doing your work? I've been here 17 years. I'm going into my 16th year of uh-huh. real estate. Nice. Yeah. Well, it's a wonderful place to be. I think I've been here about as long, not quite as long, but almost as long. And I just love our community in northern Nevada. And it really is a community as you go from one town, one city to another. It all kind of is the same. It has a certain Wild West feel, yet I do find still some of the comforts of uh, the big city here. 
Reno is my number one spot of everywhere that I've lived, and mm-hmm. I've I've moved across the country seven times. So I've lived in the Northeast, in the Midwest, in the South, and California for quality of living and cost of living, quality of life, both of those aspects. This is number one. That's probably one of the things that is a benefit to you, having moved around a lot, in your area of specialty. Let our listeners know what you really like to do in real estate. I specialize in relocation, have Mm -hmm. for several years. I have a relocation website that is built just for my clients with videos on why why I love Reno, how I approach relocation with a client, Mm -hmm. how I familiarize them with the city, and how I allow them to make the best choices for them in their move. Mm -hmm. If it's a relocation move because of a job, then Reno is going to be the place that they're going to end up. But if it's a retirement and they're looking at two or three different cities, it's Mm -hmm. my job to give them the information they need to make the best uh, possible decision. You have to know a lot about what's happening in the city, keep it up with uh, business communities, the Chamber of Commerce, the developments downtown, the outdoor amenities. The only way to really know about those things is to actually do some of those things. What do you like to do? What do you do when you're out and about? I do read a lot. The Gazette Journal, all of the newspapers that come out, anything from the Chamber of Commerce. I do a lot of continuing education, and Mm -hmm. I also attend a lot of meetings to update myself on maybe what's going on in Arrow Creek or Mm -hmm. what's going on downtown in a particular development. And so it keeps us all busy, that's for sure. I would imagine that when people are coming in from out of town and they want to look at uh, an area, Um, If it was me, I'd probably want to come in, say hi, and then just spend a couple of days on my own. What is the typical visitor like that's coming into town that's wanting to relocate here? Are they wanting to spend most of their time looking for homes, or are they wanting to go out and about and look just at the general area? I have a system that I use. So for many of my clients and contacts, I will email with them for sometimes months, sometimes years before Mm -hmm. they actually come to town. I try to get them to plan a visit. When they visit town, I ascertain their needs, then their wants, then -hmm. their price range or their preferred price range. And when they arrive in town, I give them an overview of the city. Reno, we're very lucky. It's a smaller community. There's little traffic. And I can do that overview in about two hours. So I will show them the hospitals, the malls, the university, anything that might be important to them. And then based on their needs and their wants and their price range, I will pick out two or three neighborhoods that might work for them or areas, and I will tour them on those areas. I also like to get them into a couple of what I call sample homes, because if you're coming from another area, the architecture is different, the style of living is different, and I have to try to compare apples to apples as opposed to apples to oranges. I grew up in the Northeast. They're basements. Yeah. I get emails from people. I've got to have a basement. Oh, yeah. And I've got to have a lot of grass. <laughs> yeah. And and so you try to educate them on this is what our climate is like. This is mm-hmm. what we offer you in your price range. Yeah. And, of course, if they have large animals or they have RVs or other types of equipment, then you look for a different type of home than you would for someone 
that just sure. wants uh, something small to retire in. You've got a great niche there. Is there one certain area in the country that you draw more clients from coming to Nevada than others? I wouldn't say that. I would say more from California than anywhere else. Uh Or people coming from all over the country, but they have family in California. Uh Mm -hmm. My kids are in California. My grandchildren are in California. I want to be able to visit within a couple of hours, but I can't afford to live there. It makes Reno a, a great choice for that. It, it certainly is. This is Peter Padilla. I'm your host here on Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm talking with my two in-studio guests. Michelle Holbert is with us. She's with Caliber Home Mortgage. We have Charlene Hamilton with us in the studio. <laughs> and Charlene is a relocation specialist, right? Is what you are? Yes. You know, anybody who's a realtor is somewhat a relocation specialist, right? Because you're, sometimes you're moving people True. across the street, right? And True. they might just need some guidance on movers or painters or things of that type. But you're talking about relocations from people that are actually coming in from another city. And I'm just curious to know, are these people buying primary residences for the most part? Is that what they talk to you about? Or do they talk about investment properties or second homes? I have a couple of investors, but they're mostly primary residences. Mm -hmm. They usually have to sell property A wherever they are before they can buy property B here. Mm -hmm. And they're doing their homework well in advance. I get calls. I'm retiring in five years. No, so they've been on the internet probably. They start on the internet. Mm -hmm. And in my own experience in moving, you can look at beautiful pictures in any area of the country and see Mm -hmm. a beautiful home and say, I'd love to live there. But you don't know what the neighborhood's like. You don't know anything about the area that you're Mm -hmm. moving to. Mm -hmm. It surprises me most that many of the people that call me have never been here. Really? But they want to come. And they probably say something like, well, I've been to Vegas before, so I figure it's a lot like that. (laughs) Uh, No. (laughs) Most people will say, I've been to Vegas and I can't live there. Oh. (laughs) And I've traveled to Vegas several times, and I understand. Yeah, well, maybe Vegas is giving Reno a bad image problem. Across the country. Could you could that maybe be the case? <laughs> I I don't know that. People think that we're across the street from Vegas. Yeah. And I have to tell them Vegas is right down the mm-hmm. street from LA. We're down the street from San Francisco. Right. They understand the distance between LA and San Francisco, so then they can equate that. It's almost like two states, North Nevada, South Nevada. They're pretty different. Oh, they're very different. With our altitude and the climate, temperature dropping 40 Mm -hmm. degrees every night, even Mm -hmm. if it's 95 out, is a huge plus. It is. It absolutely is. No traffic, no smog is a huge plus. Charlene Hamilton is with us, and we're going to talk to you more, Charlene, about the real estate market, not only in the local area, but all across the state and across the country, because it seems like the economy has a, um, a big impact on really what's happening with home sales and real estate activity. There have been some new news flashes and news developments locally about real estate that I want to talk to you about more. And we're going to continue talking with Michelle Holbert about loan opportunities available. If you're thinking about buying real estate, stay tuned. We'll be back with more on Nevada Real Estate Radio after this. This is Pete Nevin from Far West Real Estate, farwestrealestate.com. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, 
tools, resources, and ongoing support services that will lay a solid foundation under a business owner's dream. If you're thinking of starting a business and you're not sure where to begin, Sage International Incorporated offers a free 30-minute consultation. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com. Buying investment real estate is a big decision. Getting the right mortgage is critical. This is Michelle Holbert, NMLS 184194 and MLB 3723 from Caliber Home Loans. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be your best investment purchase of a lifetime. When you find the right property at the right price, you'll need to be pre-approved for your mortgage to lock in your deal with the seller. Caliber Home Loans is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit www.michelleholbert.com, and that's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-H-U-L-B-E-R-T.com, or call 775-284-1922. This is Michelle Holbert from Caliber Home Loans. Thank you. Caliber Home Loans, located at 6530 South McCarran Boulevard, Reno, Nevada, 89509. This is Charles Christian from Reno, Nevada. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. It's a pleasure to be with Peter. He's a leader in our community and sharing great ideas about the real estate opportunities in Reno. Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for being with us today. We're enjoying our conversation with experts in the studio talking about real estate for investors, move-up buyers, second-home buyers, and people that are talking and thinking about relocations. Yes, moving to Reno, moving to northern Nevada from other parts of the state, other parts of the country. And there's a lot of activity when it comes about talking about relocations. In fact, just today, I picked up a newspaper, and sure enough, right on the front, there's discussion about the Tesla effect. Northern Nevada is really taking off as far as being a high-tech area of the country. A company like Tesla coming to town says great things about the future opportunities in northern Nevada. That's probably why you're in your business, Charlene Hamilton, at Keller Williams as a relocation specialist. Well, I've been doing relocation for a long time. For me, this is just another feather in the cap because it is all of a sudden put Reno on the map where people are, even people from Silicon Valley are looking to move here. They don't have jobs yet, but they're hoping to attain a job. Yeah. And have a, a lower cost of living. And the likelihood is that there will be jobs in northern Nevada because of what's going on, of the of the chatter. I think at this point, as you mentioned, the executives are ready to move. The worker bees, not so much. Not yet. Right. That'll be another two years, year. The good people of Fernley and, and uh, Sparks, the minute they heard that Tesla was coming into town, all of a sudden my house is worth double what it was last week. That's what they, that's what they thought. It's right a little there. premature for that. I'm a numbers person. I run a lot of numbers on mm-hmm. a monthly basis. Mm-hmm. I ran some absorption rates this morning. And absorption would be if we took no more listings. We've just got the amount of listings on the table right now. We didn't add any to it. How long would it take us to sell all of those listings? With the tightness of the market... 
Oh, I'd say maybe 90 days, 120 days. Is that maybe reaching a little further out? Well, when I did Reno Sparks, yeah. which is Area 100 okay. in MLS, uh, if you go back just three months, it's 1.5 months. Oh, oh, so I'm like double what, I, what it actually is. But if you go to Fernley, it's a month. Really? Oh, my God. But I did one more search in Sparks. Yeah. Now, I just, I didn't go up to Spanish Springs. I did from inside McCarran up to Area 182, thinking that people that would work in at Tesla mm. would consider living in those areas. And in Sparks, it's two, 2.1 months. A little bit better. A little, um, bit. A, a little bit yeah. worse, actually. A little bit worse. Yes. So, yeah, a little bit more inventory. It's considered a um, a seller's market if it's six months of inventory or less. Yes. We're at two months of inventory in Sparks, but only a month and a half in Reno. Well, it, as I said, it, it, it could it, it's a good sign if you're a seller, right. right? But not if you're a buyer. If you're a buyer, it's tough. It's tough, absolutely. You, you have to have motivation, you have to be tenacious, and you have to be prepared. And this is what I hammer into my, uh, my database mm -hmm. every single month. I do a market update at the beginning of the month. And so I'll do that maybe the fourth or fifth of the month, but then I go back in on the 15th because mm -hmm. many realtors won't go back and mark their solds yeah. in a timely manner. Yes. And I will tell people, you know, right now there are, there are only 950, no, 915 homes in the Reno Sparks entire area that aren't sold yet that aren't under contract, mm. but there are 1,800 actives. Okay, so half of them are already So half of them are already sold, yeah. and the market is what is still active. Mm -hmm. The active pendings, in my opinion, are already off the market because mm -hmm. you right. put your house on the market three days ago and it's already sold, so it's gone. Yeah. And so all you've got left are 900 homes. I actually... Mm delineate it down in $50,000 increments once a month. Mm -hmm. And so I will track how many homes, and I do condos, uh, shared ownership, and, and stick-built. I do not do manufacturers in mm -hmm. this uh, little thing that I do. Mm -hmm. And so you go up to 50,000, then 50 to 100, 100 and 150, and I go up to a million. Mm -hmm. And even up to 300,000, if you add, average it together, 75% of those homes are already sold within 30 days. Mm -hmm. And so if you are interested in purchasing, I won't eat, I will do an overview for you. I will give you information that you need, but I'm not seriously showing you homes until you get to a lender, you get that approval letter. Mm -hmm. And I say, get it now. If you see something you want, I tell you walk into a home and you want first right of refusal. You better have everything ready to go right there. So you walk around for three minutes and say, gee, I like it. And I'll say, okay, take your time. You've got five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want me to write an offer, it, it you know, I, I will go back and run some numbers on mm -hmm. it, but it better be full price mm -hmm. or you're not in contention. Mm -hmm. And there are things you can put in an offer to help yourself along the way. But the first and foremost thing is to be the first one to see it, to walk in and say, I hate it. Great. 
at least you got that opportunity before someone else. I'm talking with Charlene Hamilton. She's a realtor and a relocation specialist at Keller Williams Group 1 in Northern Nevada. Also with us in the studio, we have Michelle Holbert, and she's with Caliber Home Loans. And Michelle, you uh, deal with people uh, every day that are doing the same things. They're looking to buy real estate, but you're talking to them, of course, about the financing. I'm fascinated, and I wonder what your take is on what Charlene is saying about just the process of buying a home. I mean, I've dealt with home buyers for many, many years, but I've never really thought about it this way. Buying a home is kind of like buying a collectible. It's like, you know, if you collect dolls or you collect sports cars or memorabilia, you're out and about shopping, looking at what's available in the market. You might find a -a one-of-a-kind deal. And then you've got to figure out if you want to make an offer, a full offer, lower offer, and then if you don't act quickly enough, you lose it, and it's gone. I mean, you don't have another chance many times for years to find that same collectible again. Do you think home buying is in some ways the same way? Well, I, I think in this market, it, it can be looked at that way. Um, you know, buyers have to be, I think, keenly aware of neighborhoods that they want to be in. They have to really set forth their dynamics ahead of time because when that house comes up, they have to be able to act on it immediately. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's the sad reality of our market because in in a price range, let's say under 300000 you might be one of five or six offers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's interesting. Every time I get a request for a pre-approval letter, you know, it's folks chomping at the bit saying, oh, there's already three other offers in there. They're presenting all the offers tomorrow at five o'clock. Yeah. So that's the reality of what we're dealing with right now. So the mm-hmm. more research that the buyer does up front, at least to try to eliminate you know, certain neighborhoods that they do or do not want to be in, certain school districts, you know, access to whatever it is that they do, hospitals, doctors. Mm-hmm. That's a really important step because that way when Charlene calls and says, you got five minutes to get to this house and tell me if you like it, yeah. they've already at least done the homework on that piece of it. Right. Um, one of the things we're seeing too, though, now is, you know, I I preach this all the time, is you have to be prepared on your finances before you try to make this happen. And you would be surprised, Peter. It it just amazes me where, you know, people will set themselves up uh, unknowingly because not everybody realizes that there may be an issue. I've Mm -hmm. had long-term borrowers that have always been what I call the perfect clients, Mm -hmm. and they're in the midst of a 1031 exchange where they've already sold the house. So the tax... You know, the taxes are on the line, and then they they find out that there's there's a credit issue that they were unaware of mm-hmm. that prevents them from financing. Mm-hmm. You know, these are the these are the stories I don't like to share because they're they're horrible if you're in that scenario. But it's so important to get that done ahead of time. Absolutely, always talk to your lender before you're out and about really looking at homes, thinking about making offers, because you're going to have to pull the trigger quick in all likelihood when you find the right property. And if you're not ready to go, you could be shooting yourself in the foot because you've wasted all of your time and other people's time if you're not fully ready to, to take action. Absolutely. Um, you know, and we're dealing uh, right now, it's it's very difficult. If somebody has a contingency, so they have another home to sell, mm-hmm. that creates a, a, an entire different element. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we look at files a lot of different ways now. I feel I jokingly say I touch everything five times mm-hmm. before I can make a decision because it can change depending on 
can you sell can you do this without selling your house you know can you sell your house afterwards and then pay some of the principal down once you sell your property these are things that we're having these discussions way ahead of time mm-hmm. because you know i'm sure charlene can attest to this you're you're not going to find a lot of folks out there willing to take a contingency in this market <laughs> they will in a higher price range yeah but in those in the 400. under 400,000 it's it's really yeah. not happening I preach the same way Michelle does. You have to do these things in order to be a viable purchaser for a particular property. Yeah. And so I tell them, I know it's not fun to go into a lender and sit down with your life story, but you do it once and then you can update it. So if you don't get a property within the allotted time that your pre-approval letter is ready, then you go in and you bring in a couple of paycheck stubs and you update the information and you get a new let- letter. Right. And that doesn't take very long. It's kind of like to go, go into a new physician. When you first go, you have to fill out all the forms and paperwork to make sure they know who you are, what you're allergic to, who you're related to, all that you know personal <laughs> stuff. And then when you go back the next time, it's pretty quick because they know who you are and they know all that right. stuff. And then if something changes, if you change your name or you, you, know, be, you decide to you know, uh, get married or you know, your family situation changes, your health changes, you could update your person, personal physician. But I've always said a mortgage lender is at that same level for me because it's very confidential, very private information, Michelle, that you need from your customers. And they have to be really comfortable doing that because they've got to open up basically their whole financial life to you, don't they? Well, they do. You know, they – they they pretty much have to get naked and tell me all the uh, tell me all their secrets when because so, otherwise we'll find out later. That's mm-hmm. the thing that we don't want to have happen is we don't want to have something come up when we're halfway through the process of the loan. So there's a series of questions that we will ask, and and I tell people you know you have to be completely honest with me about concerns or issues that you have had may mm-hmm. have, and we'll figure out how to work work our way around it. Uh, we all like to meet people in person when we're doing these kinds of big deals, but nowadays people like to get started quickly, you know, right. on the internet or make a phone call. So why don't you give us your contact information so that people can reach out to you if they have any questions about getting a mortgage? Sure. My uh, phone number is 775-284-1922, and I can be reached by email at michelle.hulbert at caliberhomeloans.com. Awesome. We're going to continue our chat with you and with Charlene Hamilton from Keller Williams Group One in Northern Nevada after this message from our sponsors. Sage International Incorporated fosters the entrepreneurial spirit by first educating our clients. In fact, we wrote the best-selling book, Incorporate and Get Rich, as recommended by Robert Kiyosaki in his bestseller, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. For over 20 years, we've taught thousands of business owners, investors, professionals, and entrepreneurs how to properly structure their business and personal assets to avoid the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate and death taxes. Call Sage International Incorporated at 1-800-254-5779 to set up a free 30-minute consultation. That's 1-800-254-5779. Sage International. This is Vince Scott from Sotheby's International Realty Lake Tahoe. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he asks good questions that are relative to the subject matter, and he keeps the show very interesting. 
Peter Padilla is a great host, very informed, and well-educated. The best thing you can do for your business, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. You know, and all of northern Nevada is fantastic, but the one area that really, really sets itself apart from everywhere else in the country is the Lake Tahoe area. And we are real close here in northern Nevada in Reno, so it's just a quick drive. It's almost like we're part of the lake, even though we're a few miles out of visibility. But what a great place to visit. And we're going to be talking about that and the opportunities to see some beautiful homes in the Lake Tahoe area with our call-in guest. Georgia Chase is with us, and she's calling us from beautiful Minden, Nevada, and she's with Chase International. Welcome to the show, Georgia. Thank you for having me. Well, we're glad to have you here as well. I was communicating with one of your associates, Janet Amaral, and we were talking about this beautiful lakefront estates tour that's coming up in Lake Tahoe. You know, anytime you go to Lake Tahoe, it is Georgia-like a tour anyway, but you guys are offering something different. Talk to us about your event that's coming up. This is our 19th annual Chase International Lake Tahoe Lakefront Estate Tour. So for almost two decades, we have done this to highlight some of Lake Tahoe's most breathtaking and exclusive properties around the lake. And our estates tour really exemplifies why we are the leader in luxury real estate, because the properties on the tour are a collection of the most impressive and exclusive properties some people will ever see. Mm -hmm. So it's really a rare opportunity for people to get a glimpse into the luxury Tahoe lifestyle. It goes all around the lake. This year's tour is Wednesday, June 24th. It's from 10 in the morning until 5 in the afternoon, and it's go as you please. You don't have to go in any particular order. It is an exclusive event by invitation only. So Mm. at the end of our time here, I'll give the contact information out so people can contact me, and we're happy to send out an invitation. We can do it electronically or mail them one. Okay. But that is kind of how we do the tour. That's nice. These homes that we're looking at on this tour, I see here on your information that it's the 19th annual. So is yep. it uh, is it the same general type of tour each year? Are you seeing any homes coming back on the tour maybe that were looked at five or six years ago, sold, and now back on the tour? Yes, that can happen, although some of these properties usually once they've sold, they, they kind of stay intact, mm-hmm. uh, stay with the people for you know, extended periods of time. So yeah. the pri- we have 20 properties um, around the lake, all the way around the lake this year, and the prices range from $2.5 million all the way up to $27.5 million. So there's quite a diversity in the properties. It's fun stories with them. We've got one property. It's at Fallen Leaf Lake. Oh, I love that. I love that place. Yeah, it's beautiful, yeah, and it's actually too. a private lakefront home mm-hmm. where the bodyguard and the City of Angels were filmed. Really? So, Yes, yeah, so that's a, that's a treat. And then up on the West Shore, we have a property where Godfather 2 was filmed. Oh, wow. So people are going to get to see some very unique things and lots of stories behind them. So we'll have all of the properties are staffed with, you know, our great agents and several of the, of the listing agents mm-hmm. will actually be at their properties as well. You know, that's so. what's neat about property in Lake Tahoe. It all has providence. You know, you know, mm-hmm. you know this, it all has a story. And all the way back to where it was, you know, the, the Lake Tahoe was first originally developed and all the all the roadways were put together that, you know, make it accessible. 
it's just such a beautiful place. And I was talking with a friend recently, Georgia, that, uh, you know, when we look at the average price of a home, let's say in the northern Nevada, Reno area, it's approaching $280,000 for a mean, the median inc- in price of a home. Lake Tahoe is probably just about four times higher than that. When you think about yes, it. Yes, you're probably right. When you think about it, though, really, it's just four times higher for what you get. I mean, what a beautiful yes. place you are representing. Well, it is wonderful. You know, I actually am a valley resident. I live in Gardnerville, but I work up at the lake out of our Glenbrook office. And, you know, it doesn't matter how many times I make that drive. The minute I come up, you know, over Spooner or whether I go up Kingsbury, and you, the minute you see the lake, it just takes your breath away every time. We do have Tesla join us again this year. They'll be participating in our event, and uh, particip- people coming on the tour can um, actually test drive one of their most innovative cars that oh. they have, the all-wheel drive mm-hmm. um, dual-motor Tesla Model S. Yeah. Uh, they do have to pre-register prior to the event to be able to do the test drive, so mm-hmm. when you get your invitation, it'll have a link on there where you can just sign up online. And we'll be having that at our um, south, uh, one of our really most prominent properties on the tour, which is right next to Edgewood Golf Course, Mm, and mm -hmm. it's called Twin Pines. And we will be having lunch served there as well. We have lunch at two different locations, so uh, people will will enjoy that. That's why they can make a day of it. Yeah, I see from the flyer that the Lake Tahoe Lakefront Estates Tour, put on by Chase International, is happening on Wednesday, June 24th, and it goes from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., seven hours. Is it yeah. going to take seven hours, essentially, to see the few, a few properties, have lunch, go see a few more properties, take a break and see the rest of the properties? That's going to be able to be accomplished, you think, in seven oh, hours? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think 20 properties, 20 properties is a pretty manageable uh, number for yeah. people to make their way all the way around the lake and uh-huh. do it in a leisurely fashion. And yeah. a lot of the homes, like especially in the North Shore and the West Shore, they're grouped together closer. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, once they get to those areas... Uh, you know, it's it's not that they have to drive that far in between. Yeah, it's and a lot of people don't want to go all the way around. Maybe they have no interest in going to the West Shore, but if they want to, some people I think they make a game of it. You know, they see well, how many can we can we see in a day? And we have lunch on both ends of the lake. One at the North Shore uh, this year at the uh, property we call Sierra Star, which is an amazing three-acre lakefront compound that has three homes on it and a twelve thousand square foot collector's garage. Oh, some people wow. may have seen that on HGTV before. It's, it has the elevator that, you know, you can put a whole motorhome down below. So mm. it's just amazing. Very impressive. And I love what you're doing with the Lake Tahoe Lakefront Estates Tour coming up next week, Wednesday, June 24th at 10 a.m. it starts. Of course, there might be a chance to drive a uh, Model S Tesla if you are an invited guest to the tour. But as you mentioned, Georgia, you can't just drop in and go to the tour. You have to register. You have to have something going in your favor so that you can get in. And the good news for our listeners, Nevada Real Estate Radio is working in their their favor. So if somebody really wants to go, what do they need to do? Okay, we have a couple different options. You can email us, estatestour at chaseinternational.com. Or you can call Mike Panici, 775-588-6132. And we will make sure to get you an invitation in your hand, and it'll give you all the instructions on how to register for the Tesla drive. Mm -hmm. And we have a great map on there that shows all the properties 
and a little brief description about them. So I hope we have a lot of people call us or email us to to join us this year on the tour. I hope so, too. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like it's going to be a ton of fun. You'll be there, of course, Georgia. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'll be on the East Shore. Very good. Well, thank you very much for visiting with us today via the telephone. I know you're calling in from Minden, beautiful place, Mm -hmm. and I appreciate you calling in. But I'm hopeful that uh, after you get through uh, some uh, activities like the Lake Tahoe Lakefront Estates Tour, you'll think about coming to our studio and being our guest here. I would love the opportunity to do that, and I appreciate uh, you giving us the time today. Maybe you can take a little time off and come on the tour yourself. Well, you know what? (laughs) I'm making some notes right now, and I'm going to talk to my girlfriend and see if she'd like to join me. I think it'd be a fantastic way to see Lake Tahoe. What an opportunity. I mean, how many chances do you get, even if you live here, to go through Lake Tahoe in this fashion? So I'm encouraging everybody that's listening to uh, get on our website because we're going to put all that contact information there. NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. That way we'll get as many people calling in as possible. Georgia, thank you. That's great. Thanks for having me. All right, and we will we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. And we will be back with more on Nevada Real Estate Radio after this message from our sponsors. This is Helen Graham from Keller Williams Realty Group 1. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he's an incredible source of bringing together multiple experts in the real estate community. And Peter is really knowledgeable. Sage International Incorporated fosters the entrepreneurial spirit by first educating our clients. In fact, we wrote the best-selling book, Incorporate and Get Rich, as recommended by Robert Kiyosaki in his bestseller, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. For over 20 years, we've taught thousands of business owners, investors, professionals, and entrepreneurs how to properly structure their business and personal assets to avoid the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate and death taxes. Call Sage International Incorporated at 1-800-254-5779 to set up a free 30-minute consultation. That's 1-800-254-5779. Sage International. This is Charlene Hamilton from Reno, Nevada. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he has referred me to great professionals in the real estate industry. Peter Padilla is a great source of information about real estate in northern Nevada. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for being with us today and enjoying our conversation with our in-studio guests as we discuss the real estate market in northern Nevada, all of Nevada, and even across the country because the real estate market is impacted by the economy. And it does seem like the economy is getting better, although on any particular day I can get a little bit scared when I see the stock market go down 100, 200 points with the next day or two. It's right back up there. A lot of seesawing going on nowadays, and a move of 100 points in the stock market doesn't seem to really be that big of a deal anymore when you're at levels that we are now. It's up to like 18,000. The same thing kind of true in real estate, except that there's something going on in real estate that I still kind of get boggled about, and that's this housing shortage. You know, with anything else that you want to buy, almost anything except, like we mentioned earlier, collectibles, you can find the stuff out there. But buying a home, it's almost uh, it's not like an auction in a way. It's kind of like going to a flea market, and there's people grabbing the same items, trying to get a control of real estate. Ultimately, what people just want is a place to live. 
and enjoyable place to live like in northern Nevada. Charlene, you and I talked earlier uh, when we first met about builders and how I would think that the builders would be going crazy right now with this quote-unquote housing shortage and they'd be ramping up and having all these great sales. What's your take on the builder market in northern Nevada? I know from our commercial division that within the last year, builders are buying any part of land that they can find in big parcels. Mm -hmm. Um, Toll Brothers has just opened up a 55-plus community. Lennar is building in two or three different neighborhoods. Lennar has also um, opened up a residential community in Spanish Springs Mm -hmm. where they're renting they're going to build homes to rent. They are building the They're homes. Building the homes right to now. To rent themselves, not for resale at mm-hmm. this point. But the builders are only building if you put your money down. Yeah. Toll Brothers has quite a few um, model homes that are furnished that yeah. are quite nice. Yeah. I haven't seen that in a long time. But again, the, the, the builders have to find workers, construction workers, and they all left town six years ago or the country and so now they're trying to uh, entice them to come back or Mm -hmm. get apprentices and train them yeah so i don't believe that you can build a house anymore in three or four months it's more like seven or eight yeah i remember during the boom it seemed michelle you remember that remember there was building going on all over the place i mean it was like rampant and i don't think at that point the builders were building only by order they were building because they could see they had customers waiting in line right they're probably pretty cautious now, or maybe still cautious from what happened. You think that's the reason that they only do it that way now, Michelle? Well, that we had a what almost a five-year hiatus where y- you almost couldn't find a new construction home being yeah. built by a major builder. I know. And if it if you did, it was maybe two or three, four or five a year. That's it. Yeah. So to see all these builders coming back into the market and you know, mass quantity. I I am actually still surprised that they're not building more. Yeah. Um, Toll Brothers does have a good presence, and it's nice to see model homes again that are decorated to the to the hilt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always I always enjoy touring those. Yeah, it's like going to a home show. One yeah, home at, one home at a time. They they have a new design center that's opened up, and boy, it's like it's the best of the best. And mm-hmm. now you see how people can go in and mm-hmm. drop a hundred grand on options and upgrades. Yeah. It is important, I think, that consumers ask a lot of questions and talk to more than one person. Uh, dealing with different experts is great because you get different levels of opinion, and then you can weigh them all, and you're, they're likely to make a good decision, are much better than if you take your neighbor's advice or your uncle's advice or the very first person that you talk to, be it a realtor or a lender. I think you got you have to be able to have some comparison, and we encourage our listeners when they're out and about shopping, to ask realtors and lenders, how long have you been in the business? What kind of deals do you do? What kind of transactions have you had? Do you have any referrals or do you have any references that I can talk to? I mean, you want to get to know who you're dealing with, just like, again, if you're going to visit a new doctor or a new dentist. And, uh, you know, having a contact with somebody that has experience, critical, like Charlene Hamilton from Keller Williams. Charlene, it is important that people deal with people that they know, like, and trust. It is when you consider a short sale seller. They have done everything they possibly can to maintain their home. Right. They might have depleted their savings. They might have gone into retirement accounts. They lost a job. They mm-hmm. had an illness. They, I've said for years that a lot of bad things happen to good people. Yeah. And they've got their back against the wall 
and they see a commercial on television or they see an ad or billboard, whatever they see with a name Mm -hmm. of someone that can help them with a short sale, they're just helping. What I do recommend people to do, again, is always talk to more than one expert in the area that you're looking to work with before you make that decision, and that way you'll get good advice. Absolutely. Indeed. We are going to continue our conversation with our in-studio guests, Charlene Hamilton from Keller Williams Group One. She's a relocation specialist and with Michelle Holbert from Caliber Home Loans after this. So you're thinking about buying investment real estate. Getting the right mortgage is a critical part of your decision. This is Lou Carr, branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be the best investment purchase you'll ever make. How do you go about it? First, get pre-approved with a mortgage lender like Summit Funding. Then, find the right property at the right price. Summit Funding is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit summitfunding.net slash L-C-A-R-R. That's S-U-M-M-I-T-F-U-N-D-I-N-G dot net forward slash L-C-A-R or call 775-626-0775 for personal service. This is Lou Carr from Summit Funding, NMLS number 258750. NMLS number 3199 and NMLS number 1042857. Thank you. Summit Funding Incorporated is located at 5931 Los Altos Parkway, Suite 105, Sparks, Nevada, 89436. Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. You picked a great day to tune into our show today. We're talking to a relocation specialist at Keller Williams Realty Group 1 in northern Nevada. Her name is Charlene Hamilton, and she's working to bring in high-quality buyers into the state from other parts of the country. Also with us in the studio, we have Michelle Hulbert. Michelle is a mortgage loan originator at Caliber Home Loans, and I'm glad you're with us today, Michelle, because it seems like, well, your time is so precious. You've got a lot of people calling you, I'm sure. We're busy. Yeah. The phone's ringing, and, you know, the the emails are coming off the hook right now. Yeah. The big benefits, of course, to buying a home are still there. Uh, They've always been there, although it's a little bit more challenging to find a home and to pull the trigger right now. There are tons of benefits for people that buy homes because even though I'm not a tax specialist, I know there are tax advantages to owning your own home. And if you've got a mortgage, you're going to be paying interest on that home and very little toward the principal. And you can talk to your CPA or your tax accountant. I bet they find a way to get some of that money back to you. If you're buying rental property, great opportunities there as well. Michelle, you're an investor yourself, right? You have rentals that you manage? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, and how long have you had your rentals? 17 years. Yeah. What yeah. What is the big thing? What is it you like about What makes you feel good about it, owning rentals? I always look at diversity for future income. Income. Mm-hmm. And that's that was a big deal for us when we purchased our rentals is we didn't necessarily need the rental income at that point in time. So we did shorter term mortgages. So at the time when we're ready to retire, 
those properties will generate an income because they'll be free and clear. Yeah. That was our goal. The, the beauty about buying rental properties is, you know, everybody may have a different, a, a, a different value proposition or a reason for what they're doing. I work with a lot of people that flip properties. They want to generate instant income. That's not my thing. I don't, I don't know how to flip because the resources that it takes to, to go in and put a team together to turn these properties and rehab them quickly, you know, that's just not something I can do. My purpose is long-term, and I still think it's a great way to go. I talk with a lot of long-term investors, and that's what they tell me. They, they tell me they, they own six, eight, ten properties. By the time they retire, if they're owned free and clear, you've got a great income for the rest sure. of your life. If you just manage a few things and keep things in order, that home really does get paid off by your renters if you get started early enough. I have a gentleman that I work with. He's got ten rental properties. He was talking with us recently at one of the events I go to on a monthly basis, the Investors Club. And he said that although he owns 10 properties, he's very happy with these properties, he's got good renters, got good cash flow, he noted that when he looked at his amounts of rent on all these properties that he was getting 10 years ago and compared it to today, he's only getting about $150 a month more than he was back then. And he says there's a lot of reasons for that, but the fact is, he says, I've been able to do a great job on every aspect of owning investment property except on getting that rent up. The audience, it was quiet for a while, but then people started asking questions. What are the benefits? And, and did you have cash flow? And are you secure? And he says, oh, yeah, all that is great. It's just kind of puzzling to me how rents haven't really gone up that much. Isn't that an interesting take? And I think it takes, it says a lot about the value besides the rent. It's all that other stuff. It's about how you, how you feel. Do you own investment properties Yourself, Charlene. Yes. Okay. And I think you were telling me, in fact, that you're going to um, lighten your load a little bit on those. Before you're going to get rid of one of them, I think. Right. Uh, we have our personal residence and then two rental properties. Two rental properties. <coughs> Excuse okay. me. And one of the rental properties, the tenant moved out early. Yeah. And we decided that we would downsize and move into that property. Oh. And so we are currently renovating it, mm-hmm. and my personal residence is on the market. Oh, okay, good. Well, that's one more home we need for sale. <laughs> Definitely. In, 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 in the struggling market. <laughs> that's good. Well, we hope so. Yeah. Well, that must be a really nice rental. And how long did you have it as a rental? I bought it. I bought both of my properties in a short sale in 2012. Mm-hmm. And so way below market, yeah. I was in the right place at the right time. Nice. And now they have both appreciated substantially. Oh, so you're, one of, you're one of those success stories that I talk about. When, when the market was down and those few people that could pull the trigger, uh, great decisions. It's like you were a uh, genius. I wouldn't say that. I was in the right place at the right time. Yeah. I had the resources. And the knowledge. You, I mean, you were a realtor at that time. Yes. Right? So you knew what you were doing. You had an advantage over most people because this is your craft. This is actually what you do. Uh, and it's nice to know that you took advantage of your own services because you know what you're doing. You're confident in that. You felt pretty good all that time that you've owned that rental property or those rental properties? Yes. We've had great tenants. One tenant in my other property is still there from 2012. Wow. It's been three years. You must be a nice landlady, too. Do you give them Christmas gifts or something? Um <laughs> I respond to every little thing. I updated both of the homes. They were short sales, so they had some some modifications that needed to be made. Uh, But I went ahead and did all of those, so I treat that home as if it were my own. I probably spend too much money on it and uh, don't really raise the rent. 
Uh, I've got a great property manager. I don't do it on my own. Yeah. And I refer all of my questions to uh, to that property manager. I mean, that is the recommended way to take care of your real estate property, if you have more than one especially, is with a management company or somebody that can take care of those little uh, details for you every month, right? I mean, who wants to be called at midnight or 2 in the morning for a leaky faucet or a I have one tenant that will email me for everything and anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he takes very good care of the property, and yeah. so I uh, – Put up with him, if oh. you will. <laughs> oh, that's nice. And it's like, okay, what does he need now? Yes, yeah. we will take care of it. Yeah. Well, and a few things. I just want to interject something mm-hmm. really quick about the rents not going up. Yeah. And, and that's absolutely true because I've held my properties long enough to see that I've done very little in the way of rent increases. Mm-hmm. But one one part of that is it's kept long-term tenants because if you have a vacancy, whatever rent increase you may have given – if, if it's vacant for two months, you just – that's two years' worth of – Oh, yeah. It, it, so a lot of people don't factor that in. Mm-hmm. But I think now, right now, is where I'm starting to see the ability to raise rents mm-hmm. because truly, just like the real estate sales market, the rental market is very, very tight. And, you know, we're, there, there's nothing to rent. Vacancy factors are uh, – they're at their lowest level, I think, ever – through the Keller Williams system, we have an intranet, mm-hmm. and we can send messages to other agents, a listing coming up in two weeks in a specific area. Uh, but a lot of times it's, I need a contractor, I need a rental, I need a furnished rental, mm-hmm. I need a rental in this area for this amount of money, mm-hmm. because people can't find it. Yeah. And so it's – and there's no specific place for anyone to go to find rentals unless they go to Craigslist. Mm-hmm. A few agents will list their listings on MLS. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it's you have three listings, uh, rentals, and you manage them yourself, and it's word of mouth or it's a sign in the yard. Mm-hmm. And so there's no one place that they pool all of the rentals. Yeah. And so it's a, a lot of it is word of mouth. Well, that's good news for people that want to buy investment homes to rent out because there's a demand there. And let's face it, there are people that are still looking to buy duplexes, triplexes, fourplexes, even uh, small apartment complexes. I know you don't do commercial loans, Michelle, but you know out and about with all of the investors, I think they're looking for bigger units, right, more than just a duplex or a threeplex. They like the fact that they can get a hold of a 12 or 24 or even a 50 unit complex sure. they have a lot more control of that cash flow absolutely yeah. i love units i you know if you have a vacancy there's always somebody to at least you know kind of pick up the difference there with the other tenant yeah. but you're right uh units have become very popular um duplexes through fourplexes have always been popular because the financing options are, sure. are better mm-hmm. once you get above four units you go into a different category mm-hmm. but there's still plenty of financing out there for those types of properties, too. Yeah, yeah good opportunities. Uh, one more time, your contact information, if you, anybody wants to reach you at Caliber Home Loans. Michelle? It's 775-284-1922 or michelle.hulbert at caliberhomeloans.com. Awesome. I'll put that up on our website, too, so people can find it there at Nevada Real Estate Radio. The podcast is up right away, so if anybody wants to play it, listen to the entire show, you'll get some great information in case you missed 
any part of our broadcast. Charlene Hamilton has been with us as well. She's a realtor at Keller Williams Realty Group One, a relocation specialist for Northern Nevada. And we're really glad you came to visit with us today. I hope you enjoyed being here. I certainly did. Thanks for having me. If you're selling, if it's in a lower price range, of course, it's going to go quickly, but it must be priced correctly. Yeah. Because even if it's overpriced in a lower price range, it won't sell. If you are buying, you need to be prepared. Mm -hmm. You need to contact a lender. You need to get approved. And then depending on your motivation, if you need to move right away, Mm -hmm. you need to be tenacious about searching. Absolutely. partner yourself with a good realtor that will work hand-in-hand with you Mm -hmm. to get you into that home when – the first time you see it. You bet. And I'm confident that you're that realtor, and that's why you're with us today. Charlene Hamilton, if anybody wants to reach you, what's the best contact information? The email is charlenehamilton at kw.com, and my cell phone is 775-741-7337. Very good. I'll put that all uh, all that information on our website, too, nevadarealestateradio.com. That way people can find it easily when they get to our site. Thank you for being with us again. And I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in as well. My name is Peter Padilla, and if you have any questions for me or you need to get connected with a real estate expert of any type, you're always welcome to call me anytime after the show, 775-223-3428. And, yes, visit our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. Tell your friends, your family, and your loved ones that we're on next week. Same time, same station. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.